we are the men of the collective. Dedicated to restoring masculinity by being better men. To leading our sons. To loving our wives. To living our virtues. To improving the world around us with our daily effort. Not tomorrow or next week, but today. For this is our legacy. We are strong, but we are even stronger together. We are men, and we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. Hey gentlemen, welcome to the Men Collective Podcast. This is episode 28, and today we're going to be talking about how to deal with tragedy. It's no original thought to say that at some point in a man's life, and probably, but hopefully not frequently, he's going to deal with tragedy. And that can seem like it's a wall that just goes up in front of you, and it's ever-expanding. It feels like you're not going to be able to pass this wall. It feels like this is it for the rest of your life. You're just feeling these emotions of pain and sorrow and suffering, and that you just have to live with that for the rest of your life. So this episode is to talk a bit about that. I'm no stranger to tragedy and pain, and I'm sure you're not either. I think that's just a big part of the human condition. You can't know love and joy without pain and sadness and sorrow. I've recently come into my faith in God, and I lived almost my entire life as a skeptic. I I didn't believe in God. I believed that God was just a fictional creation that mankind devised to help explain away the unexplainable. I realize now that I was wrong in thinking that And before, whenever something would happen to me that caused me to experience pain, loss, suffering, uh, it was really hard to get through it. It was really hard to continue living my life as normal or get back to normal life. It would take me months. Uh, Sometimes it would throw me off for years, like quite literally. And I would try to find anything I could to make myself feel better. Uh, But it just didn't really work. We often pray for God to take it away or prevent it from happening. We say, God, please don't let this happen to me. Or we say, God, take away my pain. Or take away my wife's pain. Or my child's pain. Or my loved one's pain. But all of those things are about what we want. They're selfish. They're not about what God wants. The reality of life is that tragedy will happen to us. And if you believe in God, you have to believe in all of it. You can't just believe that God is going to be there for the good times. God's plan is what it is, regardless of what we want. And there's always a reason behind everything. I used to hate when people told me that because it's just like, I don't care what the reason is. I am angry and I'm hurting because this happened to me. I don't care what the reason is. And if it's God's plan, well, then I want no part of God's plan. And this is the hardest thing I've had to wrestle with as a man, accepting that I have control over so little in my life, accepting that I'm not going to be able to fix everything. I can't control outcomes. Some things I can't, and I really try to focus on those things. But with the things that I have no control over of, well, that's near impossible to reconcile with my own life. And as a strong man of conviction and belief in myself and my abilities, it's very hard to say I just have to let go and accept the fact that I can't do anything about this. My family right now is going through something that I hope doesn't happen, but it very well might. We've experienced it before and I'm just hoping it doesn't happen again. And I've asked God to prevent it from happening. You know, I've said, God, please don't let this happen to us again. I hear it repeated often in church and in my my church family, our community, that whenever you're going through something, you shouldn't run from those who love you. You shouldn't run from the community that you're involved in. You shouldn't run from the church. You shouldn't run from God. But people often do. And I know that I, I have, even though I'm new to faith, I've done it. 
and I've run from the people that love me before, even before I believed in God. That just seems to be like the natural human condition because we're prideful and we're arrogant and we think that we can just handle it on our own, that we don't need anybody. I think this is quite typical of men because we want to be strong. If, if, we, if we show our weakness, then we're vulnerable to attack. You don't want to show your weakness to your tribe because then you may be cast out or you may be, someone might want to take advantage of that. But you know, this is 2019 and things are quite different now. The only way to succeed is by allowing yourself to be loved by others and embracing that and not viewing your weakness as a weakness, but viewing it as a strength. But I digress. So I've been asking God to prevent something from happening, but I realize now that I was asking the wrong thing. So I've asked God not to remove the hardship, but to grant me the strength to endure it. This mindset is similar to um, one adopted by Marcus Aurelius. I'll paraphrase what he said in his book Meditations. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong on the source of this, but he says, Think not, this is misfortune, but think, to bear this misfortune worthily is good fortune. I'm always looking for ways to strengthen myself and grow as a person. And we all need to accept that when things are going good in our life, inevitably, just because this is the way that life is, bad things will come and threaten to destroy all that you've worked to build, whether it's emotionally, physically, you know, socially, there are so many different ways that things can be royally messed up in your life. The things in life that we're pursuing uh, could be our fitness goals, our book writing, our business endeavors, budding friendships, new habits we're trying to form. They can often seem pointless in times of sorrow and pain. I struggle with the thought that whenever bad things happen to me, like really bad things, things that like really break your heart, I've always thought like, what's the point of any of this? What's the point of this exercise? What's the point of my job? What's the point of life? You get into this very dark existential hole, this abyss, and it's hard to get back out of it. Like I said before, you know, sometimes it takes me a long time. I found that the more you deny it, the harder it gets. When you accept that pain is part of being human, and you allow yourself to feel that hurt. You allow yourself to grieve and process and be sad, but know that you are strong enough to carry on. And there's gonna come a day where you're gonna wake up and you're gonna realize it wasn't as hard to get out of bed today. It wasn't as hard to go to my job. It wasn't as hard to get into the gym or put those words on paper. And little by little, you're gonna start seeing those, those rays of hope coming back into your life you'll start remembering and believing the purpose behind your goals and your dreams. The weight of your pain won't lessen when you choose to move forward, but you'll grow stronger for bearing it as you do. And I believe it is a choice to move through your pain and move past it, but only after you've allowed yourself to feel it. One of my favorite scriptures is from the book of John. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. John 10.10, 10. that's the New King James Version and my favorite version of that scripture. You'll find that just when things are getting good for you, the better that you're doing, the harder you're gonna be tested. The enemy is gonna attack your relationships. He'll attack your spirit. If you're not vigilant, he'll infect your mind. And that's when things become really dangerous because it sounds, it sounds like logic and reason and it's very attractive. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that's what it was, it's the work of the enemy. But I never believed in any of that. I never believed in God. Therefore, I couldn't believe in the devil either. The thing about that is that my prior disbelief doesn't make the existence of God or the devil any less real. And the reality is that I made myself a really easy target. I, had, I was in poor health because of my habits. I had a weak spirit. I was the perfect target. He only comes to kill and to destroy your hopes, your dreams, 
the love that you hold in your life, the light that you hold in your heart. He wants to take your life from you. He wants nothing more than to see me broken and to just give in to that darkness. Because sometimes it would be easier to. But there is no power like the belief in the light. There is no power like the belief in love. There is no power like the power of the word of God. And I cannot believe that I am saying these things as I was so rigidly and vehemently against God and the Bible. But as soon as you open yourself up to it, you begin to not just believe, but you experience it. You feel it. My belief in God is not just a thought process. It's a feeling. It's what I've experienced. And if you don't believe in God, I think that a lot of what I'm saying is still applicable to your daily life. You can't know happiness and joy without the pain and the hardship. And even when you're going through something, something truly tragic, there is still purpose. There is still a life after that. Allow yourself to feel that pain. Don't try to fight it. Don't deny it. Don't suppress it. Allow yourself to lay in it and accept that it will pass and that there still is a purpose to writing your book. There still is a purpose to lifting weights and eating healthy and having friends in your life. There still is a purpose to life and that wall that goes up eventually will crumble. Now, for being honest, this episode is for me just as much as it is for you. I live the things that I talk about. Sometimes I live it well and sometimes I don't. And if this has affected you in any way, if you agree with me, if you think that this can help you, then I would love if you could leave a, a rating or a review. I want to be able to help and serve as many men as I possibly can. And that's the best way to help me and to help us do that. These are important messages that I'm trying to get out to help men better their lives get more joy out of life and better the lives of those around them. And of course, if you're ever going through something and you just need someone to talk to, email me at contact at themencollective.com or you can message me on Instagram. You can message me on Facebook. We have a Facebook page there as well. And I will be an ear to listen. I can't guarantee that I'm going to have a solution, but sometimes it's good just to vent. So thank you for listening and take care.